We all know that I love making and recording my own podcast. Loudmouth is my heart and soul. But what's even more fun is that it's easy to do. And guess what? (laughs) You can do one too. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Because it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. You can make money from it with no minimum listenership. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast right there in one place for free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast, the show about everything and nothing all at once. I'm your host, the one and only host of Loudmouth, Madison Hadler. Hello, everyone. Every time I announce that, I honestly feel like I am an announcer at, like, a sports game. Like, that's my, uh, what's the word, walk-up soundtrack, except it's not a song. It's just me talking, which, honestly, I would prefer in a stadium full of of people I would prefer that the song play is my own voice introducing myself or Nelly those are my two options and that's all I'm gonna do so whenever I get recruited by a baseball team just know that that's gonna be the case because I'm obviously very athletic (laughs) anyway hello everybody I hope that you guys are all doing great and wonderful and all of the amazing adjectives. Today, I have a very special guest on with me. It is a wonderful digital creator that I actually met through Tully, who, if you guys remember, was on um, my How Fat is Hell episode all about anti-weight bias and fat phobia and everything like that. And she introduced me to her friend, Abigail. And Abigail is a solo traveler content creator 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 (laughs) um her at is the lady who travels underscore i've shared a couple of her things because honestly her pictures are just beautiful and if even if you don't love to travel just looking at them will inspire you and make you feel better but i have her on today and this episode is a little bit of a longer one but it was just too good of content to cut down honestly she tells so many stories of her travels how she got into solo traveling tips and tricks for you guys and honestly just so much good stuff sprinkled throughout she gives a lot of apps a lot of everything so I hope you guys enjoy and live vicariously through her like I did in this episode so enjoy the episode buckle up that was stupid it's okay (laughs) okay whatever enjoy the episode talk to you actually (laughs) so we're just gonna get on into it and start off by you just telling us a little bit about yourself what your name is your pronouns and what you do slash what we're here to talk about today yeah so hey everybody um my name is abigail and i go by uh, she her pronouns and um i guess i'm a travel blogger i'm a travel (laughs) influencer 
Um, I work in tech by day and I love to travel and I've decided to share that with the world. As a, um, I was going to ask about um, your like day job, I guess. I hate putting it that way, but is it fully remote? Yeah, okay. so I'm like fully remote. I, tra- I used to work in finance. I transitioned to tech during this time mm-hmm. and it's fully remote. So yeah. Your travel blogger. That's what we're here to talk about today is your travel blog, all your travels, how you got into it and things like that. So first and foremost, when did you start traveling by yourself? Because that's your whole thing is traveling by yourself. Yeah. So I started solo traveling about five years ago. It was senior year in college and I had never been on a spring break. I always worked through spring break and I was like, it's my last one. I really just want to go and have fun. And kind of, I felt like everybody always goes to Cancun. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. And just timing wasn't aligning with some of my friends. And so I was like, I still want to go. So I'm going to do it by myself. And that is when I started. So I looked up Facebook groups for solo female travelers. And I found people in there and I got my ticket and I learned so much from the groups and they were sharing their tips. And I actually met somebody there who was in the group. We had a meetup and we ended up going on three different trips together. So shout out to Erica. Hey girl. (laughs) So cool. I remember like a couple weeks ago, you had posted about meeting people up from a Facebook group like that. And I was like, that is that is where social media shines right there. Like that's so cool. But I love that it started from you just wanted to go on a trip because whenever you decided to go on that trip alone, what were kind of like the first tips that you remember taking along or what were the kind of the biggest things that you learned from traveling alone on that first trip by yourself? Yeah. So honestly, as soon as I got like, okay, I'm going to do this. I like who else does this? So like the first thing I I looked up and I think number one, if you're going out of the country, register with the STEP program. It's um, created by the U.S. Embassy. Mm -hmm. And especially during this time, they will email you weekly about updates in the country you're going to, if the restrictions have changed. And even before all of this, they would just tell you safe areas to go, where to avoid, and um, their levels of concern. So I automatically do that. And I do that on all my trips. Um, And then just, they gave me tips for like bringing a doorstop in your hotel room. So if somebody tried to come in, um, you know, they would Uh be door. So like in the travel group, they taught me that you can pack this doorstop. Some of them had like alarms in the doorstop. So if somebody even tried to touch it, it would make a big sound. Bring it. And I remember when I travel with people and I bring it, they're like, oh, that's really smart to bring. So like stuff like that. And um, like battery packs. My battery pack can recharge my phone up to five times. Like I'm not playing games. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes. And I make sure it can fit in every purse I have. So like when I'm out, I can always have it. So stuff like that, um, and being aware of your surroundings, downloading Google Maps offline. So even if you're in a place where you don't have service, you know where to go. Is that like yeah. a separate app off of Google Maps or is it within the app? It's within Google Maps. Okay. You just select the area that you want. So you can select the whole country and it'll be literally like 10 MBs, like super small. So mm-hmm. you're never, it's not going to take up all your storage. I went to two countries recently um, mm-hmm. in Europe. I just downloaded the whole country offline and 
Um, There's times where my service was going out of whack, mm -hmm. but I could still get to where I needed to go to. And so that's, those are other tips that I learned from my first trip. That's so, so fun. So whenever you took that first trip, is that what kind of got you hooked? And you're like, okay, I want to do more solo trips. Or was it kind of like more of just like friends, not times not meeting up. And so you just decided, well, I did it once I can do it again. It was definitely first time I'm hooked. Um, and now it's kind of like, I want to go somewhere. I plan the trip. And then I ask later, you know, let me figure out, let me get all my ducks in a row. And then I can ask you to come along with me. <laughs> but yeah, so it's definitely that. And then I moved to a new city after college. So like, building that friend group up plus trying to go places it was just like all right this is kind of gonna be my thing while I adjust when did you start blogging your travels or start recording them and putting them online for people to see and learn from you yeah so I had a private account until honestly like April 21 like I it's been private for a while I might make it on private here or there but I always just would post my stuff to my friends and family mm -hmm. and they would be like, this is so cool. Or like, how are you going? Cause in 2019, I traveled, my goal was to travel somewhere every month. And I did. And I remember when I was posting it, they were like, how are you doing this? And <laughs> you just graduated like last year. And I, was like, <laughs> I was giving them the tips and the tricks. And then my friends, totally included they were like girl you need to start sharing to the people the girls want to know what's going on and I was like you know we had all this time you know mm -hmm. and I'm like you know what let me just do it so I just started posting and people were really interacting with it um one thing that really took off on my Twitter was the frontier challenge that I created okay and so I showed people that I was able to fly round trip to Miami from my home airport for $70. And we had five different people post them at the airport and their tickets saying, oh, I just did the same thing. Or I'm going to this city, hashtag Frontier Challenge. And it got like a couple thousand views on Twitter. So, so fun. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, people are really doing it. And I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you said, wait, is this influencing? Am I? <laughs> Honestly, I was like, oh, I'm really doing it. So I like, I wanted to do it right. So I got my blog together and everything. So yeah, April of this year is when I really started taking it seriously. That's crazy because you've grown a lot since, I mean, since then till now, yeah. I think I looked at your profile today and it was like 700 followers. So yeah. you know, you know, that's yeah. so awesome though. What kind of things did you first start posting that you saw like getting more interaction and then you're like okay I can continue doing this a little bit more does that make sense yes so I honestly have been a consumer of social media I've never even I'm not in my day job like I was an accountant and now I do kind of tech stuff I'm not the creative girl so <laughs> new to me and so <laughs> I, I could sometimes like I would just start with like info posts mm -hmm. and like tell them what's going on they don't read so then I realized the reels everybody likes the reels if I want to post a regular video if I just make it a reel it'll get way more traction so I do the reels and then I'll put like I'm trying to show food spots I'm going to I'll do a reel and then I'll like 
put where it is in the little captions in the video, mm-hmm. but not in the post because people don't read the post. People don't. They really don't. <laughs> Same way. So I get it. But when yep. you're the one making the content, you don't think about that. It's like, what's the easiest way? I can just get it out. But it's like, yeah. no, you them to digest the info. And I noticed I've been getting traction um, on just like inspirational type posts, like mm-hmm. somewhere, honestly. And I feel like people are telling me like when they see that, they don't see people like them doing stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. what inspires them to want to travel solo. So reels and like, I guess, inspirational content. I love that. Well, and especially, um, I kind of put this in one of the questions, but like your website tagline, your blog tagline literally says peeling back the exclusivity and travel through tips and inspiration. So, I mean, you just said it right there, the two things that you focus on, but what do you mean? I know what you mean, but explain what you mean by exclusivity in the travel world. Yeah. So the reason why I never really shared my travels and stuff and it's because I'm private, but the reason why my friends and other people are telling me I should is because they said, there's not people like you doing this. Like the people, when you look up solo travel or just travel in general, it's very white, very skinny people. And if it is people of color, they they all kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not that many plus size girls, if any. Um, and if they are, they're not getting brand deals. They're not um, collaborating with big brands. Um, they're not getting, you know, interviews, nothing. It's like, mm-hmm. we don't exist. You know, plus size, people of color, traveling, mm-hmm. traveling solo, like all of those little boxes that I'm in, <laughs> none of them exist in this travel world, you know? Yeah. And so when... I get it all the time, even when I travel, like, oh, are you alone? I could never do something like that. You know, I'll be like in another country and someone tells me that. And I'm just like, why not? Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. And then I'm like, all right, well, just my existence is a defiance to the current culture on social media platforms. So like, I'm totally aware that my brand is counterculture. Um, but I know that it inspires people to travel and to feel confident at the end of the day, I feel like that's what it boils down to is um, getting closer to your self-awareness. So yeah, that's why. Yeah. I, what I yeah. Do. Well, and I think the inspiration and people kind of like gravitating towards that shows that as well, because it is like traveling and then traveling solo and then traveling solo as a woman and then traveling solo as a black woman and then traveling solo as a plus size black woman. Like there's mm-hmm. so it's, there's so many things and there's so many people that can relate to that, but there's nobody showing that. And it's easy to kind of let yourself be like, well, I don't see anybody doing that. So I can't do it then. But mm-hmm. that's exactly what you're trying to be like. No, like you can do it. It's like, here are some tips on how to do it cheap and make it good and make it fun, but also be safe. And I think a little while ago you tweeted about a brand saying they didn't want to work with or whatever they said your look or whatever that was can you explain a little bit of that situation because I am interested to hear oh my god so yeah so I have been posting my Europe content um for those that don't know I went to Portugal and Italy for my birthday for about two weeks and um I've been posting the content and they're like we love your content and it's a brand that i it's, it's common for content creators, for those that don't know, 
to tag certain brands in their posts so they can repost them to gain more exposure and followers and stuff like that. So I always try to tag as many people as I can. I have a list and I tag them and they said, oh, we noticed you've been tagging us and we really like your content, but your look just does not fit our brand. And I was like, what about it? Like, Mike, you show this type of post. I make these type of posts. I should be able to be reposted. Yeah. I'm not saying I should. I'm not saying I'm entitled to it, but it would be great. They're yeah. like, no, it's your look. Like, your brand is great. What you post is great. Your look, your body type just does not fit what we post. So basically, stop posting. Um, stop tagging us. And <laughs> I was just like... You're like, so it's not your content, actually. It's just you. And I had like a moment and I was just like, yeah, this is why I'm, I'm going to continue to do what I do. Because when people talk about travel, you might have, it's like wanderlust, you know, that, that term. Yes. And when you search wanderlust and post, you want to envision yourself there. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier when you can see someone that looks like you there. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I do what I do. I'm not trying to appease to other people and change who I am to fit their narrative so it's yeah. just like exactly. back that they would even say that they could have just you know ignored me <laughs> well, that's that's also a thing like you could have just not they could have just not said anything of you know a big enough brand you're like okay yeah I wasn't really expecting anything back but then they said that like they just ruined their <laughs> reputation with you yeah. and then like now you're not going to shout them out anymore or whatever it is so now people aren't going to get more recognition it's like also mm-hmm. you're denying a customer base I don't really know what it wasn't about. very smart and no. I'm quick with my screenshot game because they sure did unsend the message um they unsent it Girl, I can't even, I'm just like, because there's some people they repost even if they don't even tag, you know, when you get to that type mm-hmm. of level. When they start doing that to me, I'm going I'm to keep my eyes out. Yeah. I'm going to side eyeing. Be like, <laughs> I remember you. You can't yeah. fool me, bitch. <laughs> I think that, I mean, that obviously sucks and is awful, but I'm glad that you were able to take it and be like, well, this is exactly why I'm doing what I do. And especially because that's why your mm-hmm. friends were like, hey, make this public for people because that's exactly what it is. It's removing that layer of like, well, I can't do that because nobody that looks like me does that. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, you can do it. You can do it. And it's very important to have representation. I feel like people diminish the importance of that because it's like, oh, it's social media. But it's like, no, you feel led to do things because of like the images and the ads like there's whole industries built on that so I mean that's literally why influencers are so popular and so detrimental to marketing now like people don't (laughs) just trust ads anymore like they trust the people who are like hey this brand is really good I like this you should use it too and then they're like oh okay yeah like she told me to do it, so mm-hmm. I'm going to do it now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try it out. Yeah, because yeah. you trust them and you built a relationship with them through their content. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that kind of leads me to my next question of like, what does working with brands like in the travel industry look like? Like whatever that question means mm-hmm. to you. I just want to know it all because I don't get it. So I want to get it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm new. I worked with one brand. It's a, it's the app name is Flues. It's a money saving app. Um, so I did a giveaway about that a couple of weeks ago, 
Um, but honestly, it's very similar to other forms of influencers, just that maybe not as many physical products. I mean, there is a space for travel products that you could collaborate with them. They could send you free product. They could pay you to post. Um, then there's like hotel stays where a hotel might invite you to stay um, for a comp stay, or maybe they pay you to stay there. Mm-hmm. You can collaborate with tourism boards. Um, where they'll take you on a press trip and you and like me five to 10 other media people will go to different um, parts of their city or country. They have tours and boards for the country, city, stuff like, so like that. Like the city themselves? Like yes. tours so like, Yeah, so like visit Springfield or like visit Nashville might get 10 influencers to show the cool spots around the city, businesses they want to highlight yeah Um, so yeah that's there and then there's all the sites that you use like booking.com or you Mm -hmm. know other travel sites to book travel um they might collaborate with you to do a post or show them Mm -hmm. basically every yeah I mean mean, everything so like and then if you have a blog you might have like ads put on there um Mm -hmm. or same same thing okay Okay. That, I mean, that makes sense. That's really cool about the tourism board though. Cause I didn't yeah. even think that like, yeah, you could get a city to be like, Hey, come out here and post about us and get people. That's just, no, honestly, like, I think that is the one that it's like, of course, highly coveted in that those ones, when I see those type of trips, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's not a lot of people that look like me Yeah, and, and I think as a consumer, you don't realize it's a press trip. You just kind of be like, why is everybody on my timeline going to this country? <laughs> like, I remember like three, four years ago, everybody was going to Dubai. And I was like, how is everybody going to Dubai? And come to find out, Groupon had some deal where you could go with two people for like $500 each. Oh my gosh. Yes. Everybody was in Dubai. And I was like, how is everybody going? <laughs> You're like what where is the invite where is everyone talking about this like, yeah and same with thailand too where do we want to thailand yeah. you know my uh, it's I know. now whenever i see influencers like all in the same place and it's not like an obvious like you know brand that's like yeah. sponsoring them to go there i'm gonna be like a tourism <laughs> like is it is it yeah, yeah. Usually, they'll be like thank you at visit so such and such place and you're like ah okay. oh okay got it, got it. <laughs> so okay so yeah. you started this kind of like as fun personal just tips and tricks and then mm-hmm. you kind of brought it to a public space so is it something that you're wanting like are you wanting to make travel blogging like your full-time kind of gig at some point or are you just kind of more doing it and then the perks are kind of nice in between? Yeah, so I'm totally down for like multiple streams of income and things mm-hmm. like that. So I love what I do in my day job um, and travel is a hobby. I don't see myself ever stopping. So <laughs> um, if I can continue to, you know, share content that helps people out and, you know, it's profitable and not only monetarily, but like emotionally to me, Mm -hmm. I see myself continuing to do it. I, at this time, don't see myself, even if the income were to surpass my current income, Mm -hmm. you know, full-time travel type thing, just also because our lifestyle has changed with everything going on, we're able to work remotely. So I could still do what I want and travel at the same time. So yeah, 
Yeah, not at this time, but I'm I'm definitely loving it as a passion project. As somebody who's not creative in their nine to five, it's really mm-hmm. cool to be like, okay, I get to go and shoot cool photos. Like it's a skill I've never used. Yeah. So, it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. And it's also like you're doing it for yourself too, like being able to travel alone and then mm-hmm. just share kind of like the experience or things that you learned. Like that's always just fun to kind of like spread your sphere of influence mm-hmm. beyond just your friends and things like that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's fun. And I, I encourage people to lean into their hobbies. Mm-hmm. Um and just begin to share because you never know what it will turn into and the skills you learn from that can transfer to what you do in your day job or whatever. Yeah. So whenever you travel solo versus with people, are there like, are there things that you like about which, like, which one do you prefer? Tell me all your pros and cons. Let me know. Because I feel like after traveling alone for a long time, when you get with a group, it could be very like, oh God. Yeah. So I haven't traveled in like more than one other person group, like from start to end travel. Okay. In like years. I don't even I don't even remember. Like maybe my study abroad trip when I went to Tanzania, but like it's usually like me and one other person. I, I went to Miami recently and it, they were a group and then I met up with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that counts, but we didn't like take the flight together and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But, and that was great because we had everything in Shout out to Angie. Hey girl. It was so fun. It was for her birthday trip and um, all her friends are super cool. And I actually met Angie through Twitter. Oh, and okay. Yeah, fun. I, I love that. I know. I met her through Twitter and we, we met up with all her friends and it was a ball. Okay, so like (laughs) traveling solo, I determine the schedule and I have learned that I can be, I'm that person that wakes up at seven in the morning. Okay, yep. I want to go do all the excursions and, you know, and I always have one day for spa moment, whether it's a massage, a nail, something, a facial. So I have that day. But if not, I like to wake up early, even if it's just to see the sunrise. Yeah. A lot of people like to sleep until like 2 p.m. And I'm just like, we are in another country most of the time because I usually travel abroad. I'm not spending it in the hotel. Mm -hmm. So one, two people's choice in hotels. (laughs) I'm just going to, like, I just sometimes... Especially if it's more than me paying, that means we can get something even better. Yeah. Yes. But they're like, no, that means we can get something cheaper for less. But it's like, no, we can no. get what we usually pay at home, but like five star for like 60 bucks a night because we're splitting it. Yeah. No. So like hotels, that annoys me. They say we plan to do three things okay. and we only... They're like, they, they want to stop at the first thing. And they're like, I don't want to do anything else anymore. I'm done for the day. I'm going to keep doing the things that we planned. So that's the, the control of my schedule is like the biggest thing when I travel with people. Cause it's yeah. like people's energies is just like, it don't make max, Mitch, you know, yeah. it doesn't gel. And then also like people who aren't interested in taking good photos because 
Like, if you're going with me, you have signed up to be the photographer. photographer. <laughs> you are my creative director now, so. <laughs> go low, go high. Get the light. And this is before I even had a public account. Like, I've just been that girl. So, like, and then the money. Honestly, I hate being at dinner. Oh, I'm gonna, oh I only ate one piece of bread. I only ate this. I just can't with that. And it's just like. When I travel with people, I always ask them, do you know your budget? Know it before you land. Because yes. I don't want to have to, mm. yes. when we get there and like, oh, you know, I'm not going to eat here, but you enjoy. Oh, no. No. I, so the one like spring break, like big group trip that I went on, it was. How many people was it? So it was 12 people. Oh, my. Yeah. And uh, right. it was, so it was like my sorority sister. But. We went to like, we just went to Florida because we're like, okay, easy. You know, everyone goes here and we can get pretty good discounts because we're all students there all the time. Yeah. So we all went, but I stayed in a room with three other girls. So we all kind of meshed really well together. Like we were like, Mm -hmm. okay, what are we doing? We're going to wake up early. We're going to, you know, go do all these things. Let's go, you know, venture out. Let's not just go to the beach every day. Like, so we were like very ready to like have a vacation and go off and have fun and I think one day we went to like to like go shop around walk around whatever and the girls that were in my room were like oh there's this really cute like local restaurant like Mexican restaurant let's go there and get some margaritas and eat and they were like the other all the other girls that were with us were like we just we're gonna go to like McDonald's we just like don't feel like spending that much money like we spent a lot of money this week we were all like, we we're like, oh, I mean, okay, like whatever. And then they like all got mad at us because we stayed at the Mexican restaurant. I was like, listen, I am not rich by any means. At that time I was a server and I was, you know, just graduating college. But I was like, yeah. but I saved up for this vacation because I was like, I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun. Because a lot of the times I'm traveling people I care about, you know, they're my friends mm-hmm. and yeah. money and close relationships can get really scary really fast yes and it's just like I don't want to hurt you but I want you to understand that what you're doing is not is hurting my experience on this trip (laughs) and a lot of times if it's another country I don't know what I'm gonna be back so (laughs) like I need you to get your money in order and like if I'm planning from start to finish with somebody (laughs) Oh, I guess this is another tip. I always, whenever I'm going somewhere, I make my own Google Maps list. Okay. And then I create a list for the location, like Chicago, Denver, whatever. Uh-huh. I say every every suggestion people give me, everything to that Google Maps list. Smart. I can share it with people who are going on the trip so they can see where we're going. And then I just show them where I've saved or where they saved. And we see the money signs. You see the money signs when you type it in Google. Yeah. Like, look at the menu. If that menu is not working with your bank of america card you can just tell me okay so we're going out to three cute dinners i think we i can only do one or i can do happy hour here like that you know it's just like it it sours such a beautiful moment you know yeah for like the people you're with and for yourself what you said earlier like make a budget for the trip that's so smart and like Mm -hmm. something so easily that people could do that kind of like stops that anxiety while you're on the trip of like, okay, am I going to like run out of money? Okay. I'm spending a lot here. Like, I guess it's also the value, which is also probably why traveling with people can be difficult. 
what you value. Like for me, some people value where they stay mm-hmm. more than where they eat, mm-hmm. more than where the excursions. So some people are not about the excursions. Just walking around a new place gives them life. I totally get that because yeah. there's some places I go to. It's like, yeah, I don't need to be doing like 10 different activities. Just the scenery. It's so just walk around. Yeah. Yeah. So when you talk to the people in your plan trips, people listening, ask them what is really important to you. Like, is it where we stay or is it what we do or is it what we eat? And then from there, you can That's shape what the idea. trip will be. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's really smart. And even Mm -hmm. with like trips on yourself, like figuring out what you like to do the most to like Mm -hmm. make sure you put a focus and emphasis on that. What do I want to do? If you wake up and you had 10 things planned and you're like, I'm not feeling it no more. I'm about to cancel. Ain't nobody going to be mad, girl. Yeah, Yeah. I was going to actually say that for um, when you're talking about like your vibes or your personalities, like gelling well, like on vacation together, just like with ourselves, like every day is a different kind of journey of like, okay, how am I feeling today? And then every hour even is a different, like feeling from the next. So Mm -hmm. that can be hard when you're traveling with people to like the check-in it's the check. Are you okay? Is this okay with you? Like, and if I care about you, I don't mind doing it, Mm -hmm. but like you have to do it, especially like if I travel with people who haven't traveled extensively or like, mm-hmm. it's like you plan the whole trip. I actually hate that. That you plan the whole trip and I'll just do whatever you want. Cause then you show up and then you get mad. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay well you asked like, me you to. There so. While I was so you have to do what I say now because we're in another country. I'm getting PTSD girl. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm triggering. I'm triggering. I'm tr- that's it. I'm triggered. Not PTSD. Excuse me. I'm getting triggered. <laughs> levels Levels. (laughs) well and then also like with yourself too like I think even Mm -hmm. on vacations with the group like you need to have your alone time to like go do something with yourself no you need to plan the solos 12 people Madison and (laughs) you need downtime before dinner like two three hours of just like yep you can just have your own moments you know, so you can absorb because also the thing, some people feel like you have to talk all the time if you're mm-hmm. on a group trip with people. Like, I just want to look like yeah. I want to vibe by myself, with my AirPods in. And if I'm just traveling with somebody and they feel like some people feel um anxious when you're not talking with them mm-hmm. and you just sit in with them, you know, like that mean thing will always show like if you can sit alone with somebody quietly, like you know, that's your person. Yeah. You got to have that when you're traveling. (laughs) I feel like with trips, like you have to just think about you living wherever you are right now, listeners. (laughs) All the things that happen when you live your life. Like maybe you're going to the store and there was no Apple. So then you have to go to another store. Mm -hmm. Now think about doing that in another country or in another city that you're not used to. Yeah. And so all those things that can go wrong, you have to have a positive mindset. So when you're traveling with people who don't have that mindset, it can go left real bad. Mm-hmm. So like, say you're going to an excursion and you're already running late. They're like, oh my gosh, it's running late. They're going to cancel. They're going to leave us. Everything's going to go wrong. And it's like, you don't need that pessimistic energy while you're in a whole new energy, whole new country so like that also bothers me. You have to have positive mindset because so many things can go wrong when you're traveling and to have somebody with you who's not even hopeful that it's going to turn out right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, we get it. Like, cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like imagine like 11 other people, Madison, are just like, yeah, it's not going to work out. And you're just like, 
okay like, like <laughs> I don't know what to do now yeah well especially like if you're on like a vacation mindset too like mm-hmm. there's no point in bringing up all that negative like yeah I'm already thinking it we don't have to like keep pound- pounding on that idea <laughs> yeah especially with like getting on your flight on time or getting on the train or yeah it's just like um, Positive vibes only. (laughs) Only. (laughs) Okay, so you brought up like you like to travel abroad mainly. So Mm -hmm. what are some like when the first time that you traveled abroad, like by yourself on a solo Mm -hmm. trip, what was that like? What are the kind of things that you were worried about going in that didn't really matter? And then what kind of things pop up while you're traveling alone in a different country that you didn't Mm -hmm. think about before going? Yeah. So I want to preface this by saying that I travel abroad mainly because it's more affordable. Okay. Because more affordable for the type of experience I want to have. So like on average, I would say probably in the past, I like to have at least a three to four star experience in my hotels, food, accommodation. Now I'm more like four to five star now that my income has increased. Uh Um, And I can do that for way for way cheaper in other countries, which is why I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so like I've been to five continents and I mean, outside of Europe, South America, Central America, Central America is on the North American continent. I know. <laughs> and Asian continent, it has been so affordable, especially a solo traveler. So that's why I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I go to a new country abroad, my first time, Mexico, um, as soon as you land and you hear the, I don't speak Spanish. I took French in high school. I got my bag. I'm a team carry-on, so I never have to wait for a bag. So when I got my bag and I'm out in the airport and I just hear the, outside of the airport and I hear the languages and I'm just like, all right, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> here. And it's just like, I just do a deep breath. I'm a, I'm a breath work type of girl. And I just say, all right, God, you got me. <laughs> and I just, I just have my moment, Zen moment, and then I open my eyes. It's like, all right, we're here. I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that first time because I'm just like, and I'll, you look around and there ain't nobody else. I'm like, oh yeah, girl, there ain't no girl. Like, oh, just kidding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Honestly, so first things first. Always, I always somebody on Pinterest always has like wherever I'm going top things to know how to say in the language. So okay. she was like, hi, bye, how much is this? How much is that? And so I have it saved to my favorites. So whenever I'm out, I'll just be like, all right, hi, or where's this, where's the bathroom? So that, yeah, I learned that from my first trip. I didn't have any outlet problems on this trip because um, they use the same outlets for in Mexico. But like if you're going to Europe and stuff like that, I remember that one of the people I was with, they were like, my, I can't charge my phone. I'm like, girl. You said, <laughs> like, your research? listen, so that I learned the power of a smile, honestly, when my Google Translate wasn't working and I don't know what's going on, I would just smile. And the, I feel like the person understood me and they under, like we, we got each other, even though we do not speak the same language at all. Like, it was just like, all right, if things are going wrong, just smile or just be calm. Like there's a, a smile is universal. Mm-hmm. It really is. And something else that's universal is music. So like if the Uber driver play on a song and I like it, I'm gonna start dancing. Even if they don't speak English, I don't speak English. I mean, I, I don't speak their language. We're gonna vibe. Yeah. So like, and that will just make the energy so much better. 
Like I was doing that in Portugal. He was playing the new Lil Nas and he was you know, dancing to it. He said, I like this song. I like that's all he could say. This and is my like, song. Said, oh, that's my song too. And we were just dancing together. And it was such a beautiful moment. And he didn't even I said, obrigada, obrigada. That means thank you in um Portuguese. And he didn't speak anything else. But he was just like, thank you. He said, we're gonna have a moment here together. Yes. yes. So like that is the thing. The language, if it's a language barrier where you're going, accept that you're not gonna know it all. Mm-hmm. Accept it. You're not gonna learn all of Duolingo before your trip. Accept and and feel that humility that happens. And then just remember that for me, when I come back and I see people who don't speak English when I'm because I live in the States, mm-hmm. it made me remember reminds me of when I go on my trips and I don't know anything. And you just doesn't that teach you like what these people have to deal with in a yeah. whole, living in a whole new country? Like it just makes you think differently. So that's mm-hmm. That's for sure. It's like um, things that I took from my first solo trip abroad. <laughs> yeah. I oh, know. I love that. And especially like when you're alone and you're doing a solo trip, like making those connections, even with a smile, even with music, like that's, it feels mm-hmm. a little less like lonely. I mean, yeah, being alone has to be lonely, but if you are feeling like a little like, oh, okay, I wish I was here with someone like just making those little connections, even if it's not verbal. Can you and just- I will say, that first night, even now, that first night in the hotel in a new place, even if it's not abroad, even if it's in the States, it I like to bring something that reminds me of home. So like some some people bring like pillowcase or okay. like maybe a stuffed animal mm-hmm. or like if you can, people bring scents. Like I, I do um, spray or something like that reminds you of home. Just bring something that reminds you of home. And so you can have that with you on your first night. So you just remember, or maybe you play sounds at night. Some play the rain or, you know, whatever sound. Just because that first night, even to me, and I've been in a lot of places, I still feel like, man, I'm really out here by myself. But after that first night, I'm all good. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. There's always that little barrier, like, as soon as you realize, like, you're alone, where you're like, oh, my gosh. Because I feel like just in our world, it's always stress to be around people and to be constantly yeah doing things with people Mm -hmm. I I feel like once you get over that little hump like that experience of being by yourself like I I mean I can only imagine how much you've learned from being by yourself but also traveling by yourself because yeah that's like a whole new love language right there like (laughs) it is and I think that's so cool that like people like you and like travel bloggers exist for solo experiences because it can be so nerve-wracking because yeah in an anxiety like I don't have any anxiety disorders but I do experience anxiety and mm-hmm. um I feel like it's really helped me overall in decision making when mm-hmm. I'm home because it's like I don't know which way to choose but it's like when you're solo traveling you have to make the decision <laughs> you're not gonna make the the train or like trusting your instincts like I like to do nightlife solo which Mm -hmm. I know is a really taboo topic yeah and I trust my instincts like yeah um I'm not gonna go with that person or I'm gonna end the night early today or Mm -hmm. stuff like that so yeah it, it teaches you a lot yeah so okay good topic to talk about because I want to learn about that but nightlife <laughs> experiences alone can you talk about it what are your 
tips? What yeah. has happened? Crazy stories? I don't know. Anything. I do have a crazy story, but I wasn't alone. Um, okay. That's okay. We can still hear. <laughs> okay. Okay. Then. I want to hear a crazy story. Because I, I was going to, I still might do a reel on it, but y'all are going to get the tea first. But solo travel, um, going out nightlife. I usually like to do a bar crawl or they usually have those experiences on like um, Viator, TripAdvisor, and definitely Airbnb experiences. Mm -hmm. Whatever city you're going to, there's usually somebody doing a bar crawl or like a party bus and you can meet people. You pay 20, 30 bucks, you get like three, four drinks, you go to different bars. Sometimes you do like a sunset bar, a rooftop type thing, you'll go to roof hopping. Those are fun. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and if they don't have that, a cheaper way to do that is to just go to a hostel wherever you're, even if you're not staying there, they usually do bar crawls or they have a bar and then they kind of just go from place to place. So that's always a good place to meet people. And um, I usually do that or I'll do like dinner somewhere and then like a drink somewhere else. And then usually there's a strip of bars and I just kind of walk from place to place. I have a good time. I'm actually not super like into clubs. I'm more into like a night events. So I like okay. to check Facebook events, Eventbrite. So if there's like an art thing going on, I can like kind of do a little bit of both. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, usually like if it's like a dinner type thing at first, the owner might see you. And I, I always get free drinks when I eat by myself. Um, That's so And I always get, or like I'm at the bar, I'd be nice to the bar. So I always get a free drink here or there um you know dancing and stuff I feel like and I've usually traveled to like Spanish-speaking countries and they always having a good time always dancing in the street something going on so it's just like you go where the night takes you and I that's one thing too my battery pack is always on me I do not play about her um my service I don't I'm not ashamed whenever I go to a place what's the wi-fi as soon as I sit down because I don't like uh and it's, if it's in a tourist area they're used to it yeah um yeah I mean kind of all the things that you know here covering your drink you know don't leave your drink unattended if you don't feel like drinking then don't I mean yeah. honestly just being in another place is enough you know and exhilarating like yeah I think people forget like you can go to a bar and not drink like exactly okay. I mean, you, can, you can have you a little soda and do a little shimmy and be on your way, you know, like you don't have to do that. If that's going to feel, you think it's going to inhibit you from getting home um, safely. And I, when I was in Barcelona, I went on a group trip with some people and we were doing the nightlife there. And honey, there were some things I saw there that were not of God. That's all I could say. And we were, girl, we got stranded in Barcelona. Girl, let me tell you. So they don't have Uber in Barcelona, okay. no, no taxi app. So when you go there, you go to the clubs. We were at a very popular one. I forgot the name, but it's mm-hmm. like, it's well known. Okay. They have taxi lines. So at the end of the night, it's like 2, 3 a.m. We line up at the taxi line and we got to the front of the taxi line. I want to say three or four times and they wouldn't let us in the taxi. They would say, no, we don't want to take you. And I was a group of black girls because I did my research. I was told that there are some people who are black girls there who work as sex workers. Sex work is illegal there. Mm -hmm. And the taxi people are scared to take them because they don't want to get stopped by the police. Okay. 
And so, <laughs> because of that, we couldn't get a taxi. And so it was like almost four in the morning. And one of the girls I was with, we wanted to do public transport. She was like, I'm not getting on public transport. They're going to pick me up. They're going to pick me up. They're going to do what they're supposed to do. And I'm like, girl, they're not listening. Okay. Yeah. It's scary out here. People's looking at us. Some man was trying to follow us. So I did what anybody could do. The only people that will pick you up, no matter what you look like, is 911. So I called the Spain 911. I had the number. It's a different number. Uh-huh. I called and I said, oh, yeah, my leg is broken. Can y'all come get me? And I just made it up. <laughs> Wait. Because this girl was with, did not want to go on go. public transport. And we didn't want to leave her stranded yeah. in a body con dress in the middle of a different country. Like, I felt bad. And I was mad at her. Yeah. I'm like, we could have been home hours ago. But they picked us up. And I somehow convinced them to drop us off at the hotel. I said I had to get my insurance card, and I just never went back up. I'm back down. So they must have went on their way. But they got us home, okay? (laughs) The VIP ride home, actually. Because I was just like, it's not safe. Like, these people are looking. Some people were asking us if we were working, you know? Um, Yes. And I was like, where is 911? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get a special ride back to my hotel. I mean, that's- it was free, so there you go. <laughs> that is what I learned. Make sure your transport is in order before you go home. Okay, so that's why I said that at the beginning. Because of that experience, whether yeah. it's Uber or you call a taxi ahead of time, can you just get me at this time at this place? We could have done that and yeah. we would have been good. But um, yeah. <laughs> well, that's important. It's like an important note too to know like the cultural differences, yeah. like just so that when those things happen, you're not like completely blindsided. Like that sucks. But yeah. but I didn't know that tip until I joined the Facebook group. And really? I was searching whenever I go somewhere, I search the place to see mm-hmm. if one somebody's gonna be there and see where people have been. And they post a lot of people are posting like just watch out because you know, of what might happen. Yeah. And I wasn't shocked. And so there's two other girls and one of them, they were all so happy that I knew that tip. Yeah. They were like, God, because if they didn't know, we would have just been trying to fight it. And it's like, you, I'm not here to fix all of Spain. Yeah. (laughs) I just want to get home. I'm just here to go to a club and go home. Like, let me go home. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That is crazy, but that is smart of you to call. So did they, were they English speaking or no. did they, okay. girl, I had to pull every Spanish I knew from Cheetah Girls too, because I did not know what was going on. I was on Google Translate like help, leg, help. And I was whatever it means in Spanish. And then they came and I was like, my leg. <laughs> and I was like, hotel. And I put the host. Ooh, girl. That I, is, I mean, that's pretty baller of you though, because- <laughs> That would be so hard. One, the acting skills, the acting yeah. level skills. Two, I mean, it wasn't like, hard to limp when you wear heels for three, four hours. It's you know, not too hard. <laughs> that's true. Okay, so what has been like your favorite trip to date, solo trip that you've done, like where you've, you know, loved every minute of it or experienced whatever it is? Yeah. Um. I would say my most unique experience was Thailand because it's so, it's nothing like where I live. Like, (laughs) 
oh my god like i just remember even when i'm in a spanish-speaking country or another country like france or something like that mm-hmm. the letters i know i can look at that letter like that's an e to me it might not be an e to them mm-hmm. but when i'm in thailand it looked like squiggly lines like i don't <laughs> please forgive me thai people <laughs> i don't know the words but it it did not like the actual letters they use don't even look like things I've seen before. Mm-hmm. So when I'm using Google Translate and I'm like, does this squiggly line match that That's- one that there's like I didn't even and that is what was so that is when I really was like, ooh. <laughs> I don't know what I did now. <laughs> like, whoa, I'm really out of my element. Like, same with Japan, because we had a stopover in Japan. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. And it's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. So Thailand, everything was just so different. Like I said, the language and the culture, when they say Eastern versus Western culture, is it really is different. Yeah. There was, like seeing motorcycles everywhere, people driving, the, 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 even the traffic, just everything I looked at was something I'd never seen before. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing to me. Yeah, no, that's so cool. Whenever you're in these countries do you use a lot of public transportation yes okay best way to see a city honestly yeah give some tips on public transportation so first off it's way different like if you're going if you live in the states and you're going to another country i'm telling you there's some similarities but it's probably going to be different like for going to asia to asia in thailand and in japan they have like bullet trains. They had like, and then in Europe, the planes is cheaper. So it's like going from country to country is like $20 one way. So like, that's also different things, but day-to-day travel, like going from point A to point B, I would say definitely do your research. I think a lot of the blogs on Pinterest can summarize whatever destination you're going to pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can see if you should get a pass or you should just pay, um, you know, as you go. Or um, in Venice, where I was, you had to get like a water taxi. So there is no like, you know. I think I saw one of your reels about that or something. (laughs) It was so, I'm like, oh, okay. It's not even like, oh, let me take an Uber there. You can't Uber there because it's a water. (laughs) So that was really cool. And then I have a post actually going more into detail on public transit. But if you're in Asian countries, there's an app called Kluk, K-L-O-O-K. You can get discounted um, transit passes for really cheap. And it'll be like, you can get this kind of transit, STEM cards, and it's mainly for Asian countries. So Mm -hmm. I recommend you guys check that out. Um, But definitely look into using it. And if you don't, if you have a, smartphone get your apple pay samsung pay whatever pay google pay because a lot of these other countries have set up their technology so you can tap and go mm, okay so you don't even have to worry about worry about it if you have an apple watch i suggest you to bring it you can just tap and go and you can get to where you need to really quickly that's so cool and i literally <laughs> just love the idea of public transit obviously yes. it's like so genius and so cool and mm-hmm. i it's it's great because you get to see the locals you get to see them going to work you get to see like different like you're not going to stop in every little part of every city but you can mm-hmm. see it on your way on the train there you'll be yeah. like oh yeah or like, oh, maybe i'll stop there later you get to see the scenery 
I I remember when I came, I went to London, the Gatwick Airport, we took the train in and just seeing the scenery of all the greenery and they have like cat, I'm not cow, sheep and stuff. I'm like, oh, I'm in the England countryside. Now. I'm really in another country right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, and it's usually cheaper. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true. I was actually going to ask for uh, just personal opinion on yours mm-hmm. of like resorts and things like that, like all inclusives kind of, yeah. because mm-hmm. you just said the thing about like experiencing the culture on public transit. Mm-hmm. So I just want to get your opinion. on that. Okay. So I have stayed in, I guess maybe I want to say two to three resorts. Um, I did my first all-inclusive last November in Mexico, yeah, and I was very selective about it. I wanted it to be really quiet and adult only, mm-hmm. and honestly, no matter how great they are, the food is always bad, <laughs> like, so <laughs> I remember I visited a friend's resort, like, I was doing an Airbnb, and she let me do a day pass as mm-hmm. well, so it was, like, my nice. second, you know, yeah, the food is bad, and I'm like, we're in another country. The food here is great. Why would you have terrible resort food? And so that's one. Yeah. And then two, I don't understand people who just go and only stay on the resort. Mm-hmm. Like that, I just yeah. can't compute. Like, <laughs> like you're in like, another country. Like, yeah. Usually, I, I mean, I guess not all the time, but usually you're in another country mm-hmm. with those. Yeah. And it's just like, I think it goes back to what we were talking about. What do you value? Like, if you really are stressed to the nine, you've been working 120 hours a week, something crazy, and you just need to sit and look at a beach, (laughs) sit, look at a pool, then I guess. Mm -hmm. But you're not going to get any culture. They usually put you, like, way far out where the actual people live. Mm -hmm. The food, like I said, it's not good. It's it's not going to be good. And... Yeah, so I'm not really with it. I guess people do go do them for like weddings and stuff because mm-hmm. it's easier to bring like a billion people for a wedding all yeah. in one place. But I don't see myself doing them in the future unless it's like a vacation. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I also feel like maybe this is just based on my experience, but I feel like people like older people, like yeah. moms, dads, they love that kind of stuff because they can sit on the beach or at the pool for like hours. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, I'm I'm bored. I'm like, I need to go do something. Yes. With yes, yeah. Like after two, three hours, I'm maxed out. Of yeah. Time time. Like, uh, okay. So it's like I can get an Airbnb, go to the beach for two, three hours, and then be good. I don't need to like live there. Yes. You know, I could get a beachfront Airbnb, you know? Yeah. And I think it's the convenience of it all, especially if you have kids. I, I feel like that would definitely help a thousand percent. There's yeah. like child care, but like doing activities is, it's not harder. It's just, it's going to be more expensive and you're not really getting a feel of the actual country you're in. I've heard some countries though, they, it's preferred you stay at resorts um, just because of the way it's set up. Like okay. I heard PR is a bit better going to resorts. I don't, I mean, you could definitely go as a solo traveler to all-inclusive, but I don't think it's like designed for that. I yeah. think the more people you have, it, you're, the 
the main attraction is who you're with in that setting. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. So like you just need food and drinks and you get to be with your people in a new place, you know, versus yeah. just, just me. It's just like, all right, like there's no activities for me to do because the yeah. activity with the people is to be with them. So yeah. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier about figuring out what you value in a vacation. Like that's exactly what that is like alone and with people like you're valuing the quality time with the people then. Okay. Yeah. Like I think I'm like you medicine every two, two, three hours I need to switch up. So whether it's beach massage, food, beach, beach, food, beach, something like that. Do you usually whenever you're going, so like, obviously you have things to like schedule, like massages, spa day, whatever it is. Do mm-hmm. you make like an itinerary for yourself whenever you're going on a trip? Okay. Yes, ma'am. I use the app called Trip It. If you want a visual of what it looks like, check my Instagram. Um, trip It is a godsend. It's free. Whenever you schedule a trip, you forward their email to the TripIt email and it'll make a pretty little calendar for you. It'll make an itinerary for you. And say you have a flight, you, the flight changes, it'll automatically update in the app. Oh, that's and, cool. Yep. So like if you say you book like three excursions for your trip, it'll uh-huh. automatically put it for each day. You can share it with other people so they can see where you're going to be at. Mm-hmm. If you're on a group trip, everybody can see it there. I love it. So do you normally like plan out like your entire vacation, like every single thing, or do you kind of just like pick a few things that you know you want to do? Mm, like, it you depends know? on the type of trip, but usually, yeah. Like if it's a five day trip, I'm like, this day is going to be my chill day. This day I'm going to go see these sites. Mm-hmm. Um, from like start to finish, I usually I have a list of places I want to go. I explore them using Pinterest and Instagram and all that. Mm-hmm. I list all the sites to see. And then I put each site based off a location for how many days I have okay. and then go from there. Fun. Mm-hmm. Cool. So when, <laughs> whenever you're, um, sorry, these kind of rapid fire questions, but it's just a couple that are in my head here. Yeah. Um, so since you work full time, I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's full time. You yep. nine to five earlier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you like work full time on your vacations too, or do you normally take a couple of days off or what does that kind of look like for? Mm-hmm. So before um, April of this year, I had like standard PTO days and I just don't work on vacation. So mm-hmm. like I would finesse my PTO by leaving on a Thursday. So you get that free Saturday, Sunday okay. and only using one day of PTO. So it'd be like, you know, yeah, um, leaving Friday morning or doing night flights. So you show up there. I even done it where I leave Friday night and I show back up on Monday morning and I go straight to work at yes, ma'am. I did that oh. for Puerto Rico. I was not playing. I went to Puerto Rico Friday night, right after work, work ended. I, I oh. had a 9 p.m. flight, got to Puerto Rico at midnight. I was there all Saturday, all Sunday. And then I got back to my desk by 8 a.m. Monday morning. And I <laughs> Are Wonder Woman, what the? I was good to go. So yeah, I when I had pizza like that, I would just plan it out. Or like if it's Thanksgiving time, that's why I'm gonna be going on a trip because Thursday, Friday, we usually would get those off. Or like um, any holiday, I'm usually going. I try to do my uh, um, abroad trips. Um, but now uh, my current job has unlimited time off, so. Nice. 
I don't really have an issue. God. <laughs> when I want to do a trip now, I don't really have to worry too much. I can like leave on a Tuesday or something if it's cheaper. I don't have to wait till the weekend, which is really nice. Yeah. But before that, I um, and I actually post on my Instagram about how I um, plan out my days. So you can use, um, I use the example of Labor Day in the post. And uh, if you left on a Thursday, you could use like two days of PTO and have like six vacation days, you know? Yeah. So those are the ways I was able to travel, um, especially that year I did every month of the year um, with, I had like, I think I had 18 PTO days, which is generous, yeah. but it's like enough to do as many trips as I did. But you said, I'm going to make it work. <laughs> yeah, make it work. For this year, do you have a goal of how many destinations you want to hit? Taking yeah, so time? with everything going on, I actually do not buy tickets to go places until within a month which can be nerve-wracking for some people but I've been booking using credit card points so if I lose it I can get my points back it's not that big of a deal okay um but if I pay cash for sure it's like within a month because I feel like that's close enough where like the deal isn't crazy but like you know, if I need to cancel I can still get my money back most of the time yeah um yeah I don't my goal was you know I 23 I had three continents 24 four continents that's just why I went to Colombia in April that was my fifth continent I turned 25 so it was a big thing yeah um, and I'm 26 I did not go to a sixth continent because we're banned from it so I can't go to Australia <laughs> I can't go so that, that has ended that um goal of mine I was, was Australian and I can't go but yeah <laughs> so um I don't I don't. I, I made sure to go to Europe because I had a feeling there was going to be some restrictions going on. So I wanted to go for my birthday. I just have my dream list of places and I just kind of look and whatever the flight deals go, I go. And yeah. so much, it's, I actually haven't been to California, funny enough. And I've oh. been to all, see, so like that's one on my list. And I, yeah. I want to go. I want to do a road trip. I want to go from like the top to the bottom. I want to yes. see everything. Yes. Do you have like an app that you specifically use to like check flights and times and deals and stuff like that? Or do you just kind of like check regularly? A couple. So there's some great email lists um, that will email you flight deals based off of where you fly out of. I'm fortunate. I live on the East Coast. I can fly to New York or Boston. um, And those have like a lot of the deals. Yeah. Um, So like Thrifty Traveler, um, Scott's Cheap Flights, Secret flying, they really are great with um, flights to like exotic places for the for cheap. Um, and then when I'm actually about to buy, if I don't book from their deals, honestly, Google Flights incognito mode, and you just click where you're flying out of, and you click everywhere, it'll show you all the cheapest places to go. Skyscanner does the same thing. You click everywhere, and it'll show where you can go on these dates for how much. And you'll be surprised. Yeah. I mean, there might be some layovers, but honestly, it, it usually gets me good. And yeah. then another one people don't know called Skip Lagged. They use like um, a certain algorithm and you're able to get flights for really cheap based off of like, um, say the flight goes from New York to Atlanta. It might stop in Detroit or something. Mm-hmm. You, and then you can pay for that New York to Detroit price without having to pay for oh. that. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. <laughs> So it's really, it's really nifty. So look that one up. Yeah, (laughs) I too. Always Southwest for U.S. flights. They always got the deals. Okay. Yeah. So share us your social medias. Where can people find you? Where should they follow you? 
and get yeah out. so um you can follow me on instagram at the lady who travels underscore and um there you'll find my blog the lady who travels.com and i'm on twitter as well at the lady who travels um there's probably an underscore somewhere but i'll pop up um <laughs> but the lady who travels on all social media platforms um yeah that's where you can find me perfect <laughs> and i will have that all linked down below for them to be able to click and go straight to and um, get all the tips and tricks and all the insider information <laughs> that's what you provide awesome thank you thank you have a good rest of your night Peace. You good luck with the fire next to you <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, everyone. I hope you were transported to another country in this episode. I hope that you guys all, all enjoyed all the tips, tricks, and stories of Abigail and how she got into solo traveling, how it's been going for her, and now into content creation. So I will have everything of hers linked down below. Make sure you check her out. She has awesome tips and tricks and just beautiful videos, beautiful pictures. So if anything, come for the vibes and follow her along on her journeys because she's hilarious on her Instagram. And I mean, you already know by that one story with her calling 911 that she's a pretty funny person and just watching her travel. I just live vicariously through her. So Go follow her. I'll have her all linked down below for you guys. And make sure that you follow me at loudmouthpod on Instagram, at loudmouth underscore pod on Twitter. And follow wherever you listen to your podcast. Give me a five-star review. Tell me how much you love me. And stay along for next week's episode. I will see you next Wednesday. Love you guys. Bye.